folks, and welcome to their Saturday morning semi-flange. I'm Matt Benjamin, still out here on his walkabout. Um, he won't be here for the next two weeks, but then he'll be back, and we'll hear all about it. Until then, it is the last. It is the end of the year, folks. End of the year. Last podcast of 2023. Hey, so much fun, and this is a tradition we've started from the very beginning of Saturday morning semi-flange. We have always done a year in review, movie review wrap up. We talk about our top five movies we saw. Uh, Benjamin really wanted to be a part of this. Uh, he did not give me his top five, which is fine. He's—I mean, the dude is busy. He's, he's living—he's living his dream. Can't wait to hear from him. Maybe, maybe later on, I'll have him give me his top five for 2023. And of course, first of the year, you know, we always do our top five we're looking forward to. Um, at this point, I saw nine movies in theaters. There, it could have been ten, and by the time this podcast comes out, maybe I've seen a tenth one. The tenth one is Godzilla minus one. Everyone's telling me to watch it. There is no one to watch it with. Will I go to the theater by myself? That is a no. But maybe one of my nephews, when they're off, will want to go. And maybe by the time this podcast has come out, I've already seen it. I don't know. I'm recording this one a little early. Um, but chances are I'm not going to see it in theaters. Um, but I hear good things. So that's out. So it would be great to do a top 10 since it's just me, you know, (laughs) I can do a top 10, but I can't do a top 10 because I only saw nine. Now I don't, I need to start taking track of the movies I've seen because shoot back in the day, the very least I'd see is 12, like at least once a month, sometimes twice a month, you know, you'd see about 20, 25 movies a year. That is not the case anymore. Uh, these days, a lot of these things, I'm like, nah, I can wait on video. And there's a lot of them I'll talk about uh, next week when we talk about top uh, five movies I'm looking forward to. There's a ton of them that I'd look at and go, yeah, I'll watch that when it comes on streaming. Like, it's not worth my time to go out there and see it in theaters, you know. Um, I'm getting pickier and pickier about it. Uh, this year, I saw nine movies, a lot of re-releases. Older movie re-releases, which do count. If I saw it in theaters, it does count. So uh, I have nine here, and out of the nine, there is one that sucked. It was awful. And I think I've already done a review on this, but let me just go ahead and say it. Number nine. Whoa, was this the first movie? No, second movie I think I saw. I can't remember. Honestly, I can't remember when this movie came out. It it was either the first or second movie I saw of the year. Uh, Scream 6. I love the screen. I love Scream 1 through 3, 4, and 5. I've enjoyed them all. I thought they were so good. 6 comes out, and it is complete and utter garbage. It is utter garbage. Um, total riff from Scream 2, and it's just boring. You, I mean, they are falling into their own tropes. You know, this is the one that exposes tropes, but they're falling into their same tropes. And um, it's just really lost a step. Now, they're going to make Scream 7 because Scream 6 made a lot of money. And who knows who will be in it this time because it wasn't, it wasn't for the lack of Nev Campbell, I should say. I didn't mind that Nev Campbell was gone. They should, they should give that poor girl. Sydney needs a break, right? Sydney needs a break. But it'd be nice if they brought Sydney in. Um, I don't know because I know they, they dumped the, uh, the other star for saying something on social media. I don't care about her either. So maybe now there's more money to give to Neff Campbell to bring her back for this one. I don't know. I doubt they're going to do that. So does Neff Campbell. But either way, um, you know, now the only person holding it on is Courtney Cox, and they really should have killed her off in Scream 6. Um, they really should have. It would have given some levity to the film, but the film overall was just dumb. The worst 
uh, final reveal of any of them, of any of them, it was the worst. Um, just really made no sense, really hokey and stupid, and overall horrible, horrible. I, my wife and I walked out of the theaters and we went, that sucked. And she loves Scream just as much as I do, and she even admitted that it sucked. It was just a really bad film. Sadly, I mean, every every legacy film has a stinker. Um, Die Hard, man, that last one, what was it called? A Good Day to Die Hard. I want to love that movie because I love the four movies that came before it. I love uh, Live Free and Die Hard, you know, the fourth movie. And when the fifth movie came out, I was so excited. It sucked. Then it came out on video. I watched it again. It still sucked. Then I waited a few years. I said, okay, now let's watch it. Oh, it sucks. Such a bad film. Such a bad film. And it's so sad. I kept wanting them before Bruce Willis kind of, you know, you know, uh, uh, suffered from his medical condition. I was really hoping because there was a big rumor saying they're going to do a when John met Holly, you know, a prequel sequel of when they first met and then today when they're meeting back and getting back, giving, giving uh, him a happy ending at the end. And I wanted them to make that movie because, oh, my goodness, uh, that last Die Hard was just horrendous. And so now Scream is part of that legacy that has a totally terrible, terrible um, uh, ending to it that is just so bad, just so bad. Um, but anyway, all right, so moving on. These are the eight that I enjoyed. Of course, we only care about the top five, right? But, I mean, it's just me here, so we have plenty of time. Uh, number eight is a re-release. Bill Murray in Groundhog's Day. I got to see this on Groundhog's Day. Now, this is the first, you know, same. you're stuck in the same day loop. I'll be honest, uh, anytime a movie does this, uh, Happy Death Day, uh, what is it, um, uh, Live, Die, Repeat, uh, I love it. I love that theme. TV shows that have done it, uh, Stargate did it, and it was great. I love it. It's a great concept. This was the one that kind of started that whole concept, and they just knocked it out of the park. It was just excellent. And so seeing Groundhog's Day on Groundhog's Day, Benjamin was with me. We watched it. We laughed. We smiled. There was a behind-the-scenes feature at the end. I mean, we were just loving it the whole way through. It was so much fun. Um, definitely, definitely worth our time. And uh, we walked away with its big smiles on our faces. Folks, today, the re-release is what I get more excited about than any, any movie that's coming out. I love re-releases. That's why I'm kind of confused. Well, saddened here because next week when I talk about my top five I'm looking forward to. I don't know. They don't. Cinemark doesn't always post what they're re-releasing, and so um, I don't know what re-release movies are going to be in. But I guarantee you, I'm going to go to those. I'd be more excited about those than anything on my. Hold on, let me make sure before I say that. Uh, I want to make sure I'm telling the truth there. Just about anything on my top five. Just about anything on my top. But de- definitely two of my three of my top five would be eclipsed for 2024 if a re-release came out that I really wanted to see. But the other two are pretty dead ringers for most excited about. Anyway, uh, I digress. Uh, We're going on and uh, moving on from eight to seven. Seven, I thought, I think this was one of my top five from last year. I should have checked that out. Dang it. Should have checked that out. But uh, anyway, my my number seven was Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. I always love Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible, great movies. This is the first time. The first time in years, I don't think my brother and I have watched one together in theaters. Um, I want to say we watched the first three in theaters. 
And we watched four and five and six. This is seven, I think. And we did not watch it together. He was too busy. I was too busy. We watched it in theaters at separate times, which I was sad about because usually that is our movie to go to. Um, my wife went with me. She's not really a big Tom Cruise fan. I love Mission Impossible. I thought this was a good movie. I thought it was better than the last one. My brother did not. He liked the previous one better, but I thought Dead Wrecking was good. I do not like it when they do part one, part two. I think that's so dumb. Now this one got delayed because they're going to do a lot of reshoots for it, I heard, because the first one didn't. It underperformed in theaters. And I think it's that part one, man. Part one, if part two's coming out too, I, that just doesn't impress me. And it looks like they're just dumping the part one, part two. They're just going to call it something else, which again just tells you how bad they screwed the pooch on this. Um, but. Mission Impossible is just a great film. Now, am I going to forget everything that happened from the first movie by the time this one comes out? You betcha. But uh, I'll still watch it. Maybe I'll rewatch them all. I want to rewatch them all, so maybe this is the time to do it. <clears throat> but I love Mission Impossible. This, uh, this one, is, Dead Reckoning, was really good. A lot of good moments. A lot of people didn't like it because, uh, I won't spoil it too much, but one of the characters from previous films comes back and dies and everyone's upset. But I kind of like that because I never saw it coming. I was like, oh, I killed someone off, too. Killed a recurring character that a lot of people love, too. So I really liked that. I really thought it was good. Uh, some people weren't a fan of that. My brother wasn't. I guess that's why he uh, said this one wasn't as good. I do not think uh, I, it's better than, I think my, my favorite still is Ghost Protocol, even though the one after that was really good, too. Um, I can't remember what it's called now because they stopped naming them 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. <clears throat> um, but the... Um, Mission Impossible 5 is my brother's favorite. Me, it's a close favorite. But I still felt like Coast Protocol best. The one after that, um, I didn't like as much as the others. And then this one is just, this one's pretty good. It's pretty solid. I think it's behind, I think it's behind uh, five, 4 and 5 for sure. But it is a good movie. They, and, I mean, Tom Cruise, master of the action film, right? He can make a good action film. <clears throat> and, of course, no difference here. Mission Impossible, my number 7. Number six. Oh my gosh, is this really number six? Hold on. I thought this was a top five game. Let me make sure. Did this really miss out? Yes, it did. Wow, okay. It got bumped down to number six. I thought it was in my top five here. Um, I really enjoyed Guardians of the Galaxy 3. <clears throat> um, this is the only superhero film you will see in here. The rest of them sucked. But we went to go see it in theaters. I thought it was fan friggin' tastic. It was really good. Done really well. A lot of great jokes. A lot of great jokes. It, it just reminded me of the old school Marvel. And I think this is the only one that's made money out of all the superhero films that came out this year. Superhero films have been duds. And I think it's the audience saying, hey, look, unless it's the old school. And that's I think how that's how Guardians of the Galaxy got around it because people love those characters. They're beloved. It was back when people, you know, writers cared about scripts and stuff and storylines mattered. But uh, now they're going with, I mean, and Guardians of the Galaxy are definitely D-rated characters. But the characters they have now are the same kind of rating and popularity. But the thing is, though, no one's interested. I have zero interest in watching anything in movie theaters that says Marvel right now. Anything. Guardians of the Galaxy may have been the last. It's a great way to get out of this whole series as a whole, by the way, if you want to just end it. A lot of people ended it in game, but I would say watch Guardians of the Galaxy 3. It's excellent. It's excellent. Feels like old school Marvel which they don't have anymore. Nothing feels like old-school Marvel anymore. A lot of it sucks now. I don't want to be the negative guy that says everything sucks. And I know people have people say, oh, Marvel sucks for more than one reason. They're woke. Go woke, go broke. That's fine. Yeah, I, I agree with that too. But I'm just saying, just story-wise, it's terrible. This is terrible. Just base principle. Uh, our YouTube channel, uh, Professor Geek, <clears throat> he talks about this all the time, how 
this writing has degraded in this dumb muckety muck of you know politics and stuff like that, and how just the base writing is just bad. The base premises, the story arcs are bad. I love it because he breaks it down. He's an English professor. He knows how it works, and it's, I'm, it's spot on, spot on. But Guardians of the Galaxy, definitely a good one. It kind of breaks the mold, I guess, so to speak. That's kind of cliche when you say that. But it kind of breaks the mold of uh, any of the other stuff that's been coming out now, meaning it works with the old simple formula. It doesn't have to be an you know, end-of-the-world crisis and have likable characters. My goodness, when was the last time I liked any Marvel character? You know, it's been a very, very long time. Any of these new people, I don't like them. They're just an- they just seem annoying and obnoxious. Um, <clears throat> but Guardians of the Galaxy, really good. Glad I saw it, number six. Okay, here we go, top five. Top five consists of, holy cow, it consists of all re-releases but one. There's a reason for this, though, now that I'm looking at this. Yeah, there's a reason for this, and I think you'll know, too. Um, <clears throat> for some reason, my Cinemark hides the fact that they're putting on, uh, they're putting th- uh, movies in theaters that you can't see anywhere else. Like, like they don't put up advertisement for this when you're in the theater. You have to go on the app to a, to a little backdoor area to find releases of re-release movies. They don't put them out there, and they don't advertise for them. And that <clears throat> is so aggravating. You know, I have to search specifically by dates to figure out what's coming out when. It is so dumb. So dumb. Um but I really, you know, and I, I really like that. I really wish they'd advertise better because I'd like to know. I'd love to know what else is coming out and what's that, what, what I can look for ahead of time because I may want to go see these, some of these movies. And a lot of people keep me up to date on, there's a good buddy of mine that keeps me up to date on re-releases. Um, uh, Heath, who's been on Prince of the Universe a couple times, he's really good at telling me what's coming up uh, the next few months or so. So I kind of leave that up to him. <clears throat> but there's a reason each one of these re-releases... Made my top five. Number five, Big Lebowski. <clears throat> Don't have, I'm not going to really talk about what these movies were about because they are classics. If you've never seen Big Lebowski, you should. It is excellent. Here's the story. Back when it came out in, what, 98, whatever it was, I worked in the I worked in the mall, and the movie theater was in the mall back then. And I'd go and watch, after I got off work, I'd go and watch movies all the time. And all my friends were, were going out to see the movie. I was working. I said, hey, Come back and tell me how it is. I really want to see that film. Every uh, These girls came back and said, It sucked. It was awful. It was stupid. And I was like, Oh, really? Oh, man. So I didn't see it. Then I rented it at Blockbuster, and I was so mad because it was an excellent movie. But this is... I, I, it kind of kind of broke the mold for movies back then where it's... Um, Humor is different. It's They're playing it straight. They're not playing it for laughs. They're playing... It's a comedy where people all play straight. And it feels stupid if, you don't, if you're not in on the joke. And these girls just did not get that humor. That humor just wasn't around much back then. <clears throat> People didn't understand that humor. And so they didn't like it. But the first time I ran a Blockbuster, I was mad because I loved it so much. I went out and bought it on their, you know, back then you could buy things on VHS from uh, Blockbuster, you know, for $4.99, one of their preview tapes, their old copy tapes. And so I bought one of them when they put the, you know, when they dumped the new releases into their bin. I bought one for five bucks and kept it and watched it a million times. That's such a great movie. It made me laugh. Uh, Wes from Prince of the Universe went with me, I remember. And I was just so happy that finally, since 1998, I'm fulfilling a missed opportunity. How many people get a missed opportunity they get to go back and uh, amend? And I got to do that with Big Lebowski. And that was just so awesome because... 
Uh, Big Lebowski, solid film. So good in theaters. So glad I got to see it. My number five. Number four is also a re-release here. I never got to see it originally when it came out because I believe I was three years old or four years old or whatever when it came out. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, in anticipation of the new Dial of Destiny, which I think I did see in theaters. Hold on. Did I see Dial of Destiny in theaters? I think I did. I think me and my wife did see it in theaters. Oh, my. Where does Dial of Destiny go? It definitely ain't no Raiders. Um, It beats Scream 6, and that's it. Yeah, Dial of Destiny was a big disappointment. Um, Totally missed opportunities in there. Worst of the, uh, yeah, worst of the series by far. Uh, not that Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is anything to scream about. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is okay. Is very is not good. The first three are excellent. Um, yes, even Temple of Doom is excellent. It's so much fun, and it's it's now the third best movie in the series. <laughs> I, it's so hard to pick, but Raiders of the Lost Ark is the best one, followed very closely by Last Crusade. I love Last Crusade. Uh, Temple of Doom is a step behind those two, and then. A, you know, a couple more steps. You fall down the steps a couple of flights, and there you have Crystal, Stull, uh, Crystal Skull, and then you make it all the way to the bottom of the steps, fall into a pit, and that's where uh, Dial of Destiny is. And here's the weird thing. I think I talked about this on one of my podcasts. Dial of Destiny, you know, you keep, keep the MacGuffin, keep the storyline, but change things up. Put Marion in there. Make them, make them happy. Come on, put them together on Adventure Together now. Uh, you can kill off Mutt, that's fine, and they're trying to do, take this adventure to take their mind off the death of Mutt and move on. Don't put that stupid girl in there. She was dumb, she was obnoxious, just obnoxious the whole way, and why would Indiana Jones trust her? She literally tried to kill him, or have him killed, locking him in the room with people with guns so that he would die. And then suddenly we're supposed to feel you know, sorry for this girl or feel like she's a lovable rogue. She's terrible. The little kid... The poor man Short Round, horrible, horrible. Why not get the guy that played Short Round? He's older now. He's a stunt man. He can do great action scenes. He's a he's an actor. He deserves a chance. You want to make this a legacy film? Put him back. And then Short Round's trying to find the Chinese Dial of Destiny, you know. And he's an archaeologist, like his hero Indiana Jones. And that's why he he tells Indiana Jones, "Hey, look, I'm sorry about your son dying, but there's an adventure that only you can help me with, Indiana." And so Indiana goes, well, I'm only doing it if Marion does it. Because it's something to get off, you know, get their mind off Mutt. Mutt's death. Like, you can kill off Mutt, that's fine. I don't like him that much in Grand Crystal Skull. And then you go off on this fun adventure, you know. And sure, his buddy can make the, I can't remember his name right now, but his buddy can make that guest star appearance in there. That's fine, too. But then you have this adventure with all three of them, you know, with uh, Short Round doing all the uh, karate kicks and everything, because he's awesome, you know. So he's kind of your action star to kind of make up for the old old man, uh, Indiana Jones, you cut that intro of Young Indy, you cut that in half. No, no, nay, 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 nay. Instead of 20-minute long, uh, you know, back scene of Indiana Jones, just make it five minutes. That's all we really needed. And cut down that CGI. You can make his face look young, that's fine. But make his voice look young, too. It sounded like old Indy. It's terrible. So make his voice young, too. Work on his, you know, you cut down that scene that saves... The hundred million right there, you know, and just digitize his voice. You can do that. You could have a much better movie than what you had. It it was awful. So, but not but Scream Six was worse, I think. Anyway, Raise the Lost Ark came out the month uh, before that, or the month at the very beginning of the month, telling you, hey, remember when Indiana Jones was good? I'm kidding, but they were just trying to do it in anticipation of the new film. 
And Raiders is just such a great film. It is my favorite one, even though Last Crusade is right behind it. But uh, Raiders, fun movie, absolute popcorn movie, classic 80s adventure, timeless, timeless, timeless classic. Um, and Raiders is my number four for that reason. I never got to see it in theaters. I know this came out way back during the pandemic, and I did not know they were doing re-releases back then. And my brother had told me about it. He said, hey, did you know they played Raiders last week in theaters? I was like, what? And that was back in 2020, and so I'm so glad they brought it back. And so I got to see it this time around. So made up for lost time there. Number three. Number three is a new movie. New movie. Of course, you guys know it was my number one uh, anticipated movie, I, I know, at the beginning of this year. It was John Wick 4. John Wick 4 did not, did not disappoint. Did not disappoint. Excellent movie. Um, a little long in the tooth. A little long in the tooth. Lots of action scenes, but a little long. I do agree. I love the scene. I love the fight scene on the steps. There's. I love the the blow torch. You know the the fire bullet scene where it's just one continuous shot. So I mean, I was laughing because I was having fun. I still think three is the best, but uh, four was pretty good. That villain was excellent. Um, just really good. Does John Wick die? Does he die? I think he does, but maybe not. If there's money, and they said if there's a story, they'll bring him back. I'm all for a John Wick 5. Um, but I love it. I thought the Continental, the three-episode uh, well, uh, story part on HBO Max, sucked so bad. It was worse. I had so high anticipations for this you know, miniseries. It was terrible, and everyone hated it too. It got it got it got ra- ravaged by uh, fans for being just hideous. And so, John Wick, the spinoff TV spinoff, has a black eye to deal with. With the Continental, was not good. Would never suggest someone watch it. But uh, John Wick Four, yes, 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 did not disappoint. Did not. Did my number one anticipated movie didn't make it at the end of the year to my top five. But that's because it had some hard competition. By two movies that mean oh so much to me, and that's what that's the only reason these re-releases uh, beat John Wick Four. So let's go to the first one. A lot of people know this one. I saw it earlier this month. Put out a text about it. We saw The Grinch in theaters for the first time since the year 2000, or I did, and I got misty-eyed when the credits hit. I mean, with the opening, I saw old softy man because this is my Christmas movie. You know, good memories. It was you know. What, 24 years ago, I watched it with my brother in theaters. I was texting my brother during it, wishing he was there with me. Um, Benjamin couldn't make it. No one made it with me, actually, just my kids, and that was fine. I was happy to have them. Great date date night, daddy-daughter date night with the kids, and popcorn and candy and drinks, and everyone was happy. And they were laughing. Daddy was laughing. My wife was there, too. By the way, I forgot to mention, my wife was there, too. Hello. Um, and so we just had a great time. I was sitting with the girls and just... We were just just laughing, having a good time. They took turns sitting in my lap, and, you know, uh, it's the Grinch, man. And I'm so happy I got to see it in theaters. Uh, I hope that they bring these back. I think they bring some of these Christmas classics back because I saw that Elf was back in theaters. I think Elf was in theaters last year or the year before. I don't, I don't, don't dislike Elf, but I don't really care to go see Elf um, either. Um, it's just not a movie I want to see in theaters. But uh, – uh, as the Grinch goes, the Grinch was so much fun. If they ever bring it back, I'm there, man. I'm watching this movie every year regardless. But this year, super special. Got to see it in theaters. And I knew, I knew before I made this list, um, I was putting it in my head uh, back in November when I talked to Benjamin. And I went ahead and put the Grinch down. And I just put it in my top five because I didn't know where it would be. I said, but definitely I know this is going to be a top five movie because this is my Christmas movie. 
And as I'm watching it, just loving every minute of it, uh, when I walked out of the theaters, I went, number two, number two, because it just means so much to me. John Wick 4, John Wick 4 excellent, excellent movie. Best new movie that came out. But uh, you, you re-released my favorite Christmas movie out in theaters. Come on. Come on, get out of here. Get out of here. That's going to win easily. And number one won't be that big a surprise to people who know me um, because I'm always in theaters when they're playing any original Star Wars movie. Return of the Jedi came out. It was in Shreveport, which is an hour and a half away. It was starting at 9 p.m. Who the F starts a movie at 9 p.m. at night? I don't know. But I was like bummed because it was on a Sunday night and I have to get up early. And that's three hours of travel just to see a, stu- a, you know, a movie for two hours or whatnot that's going to get out at 11 or 11.30 because they ran a bunch of ads. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And then I got to get back. It'll be 1 in the morning by the time I get back. And I was thinking, oh. And I was thinking maybe I shouldn't do this. And I, I really had an issue, but I was going to do it anyway. I was like, you know what? I got to see it, and I don't want to go alone, but no one wanted to go with me. No one could go with me because it was that was just too late. I understand that because everyone else had to go to work too. And they are saying, well, if it didn't have work tomorrow, I say, I understand. And then my nephew, uh, right after our evening worship uh, church, because I was about to hop in the car and go, my nephew goes, yo, so what are we doing tonight? And he's kind of joking. I went, we're I said, you're hopping in a car with me and we're watching uh, Return of the Jedi in Shreveport. And he went, really? Let's go. And I was like, wait, really? <laughs> I got so excited. I was like, you're coming with me? He's like, yeah. And I was so happy. I paid for his ticket. I was so happy to have someone to go with me. Um, I broke my rule. I had two energy drinks in the same night. I'd never do that. But when I was traveling on the road, had one on the road. And then when we got out, and it was 11 friggin' 30. I told my nephew, I was like, dude, I'm going to have to do another. I was tired. And I was like, dude, I'm going to have to do another energy drink. And I never do that. But I had to break my rule that time. So I made sure I had to stay awake. We were both super tired. He had work early in the morning. We both had to get up at 6 that morning. Oh, it was bad. But it was totally worth it. Return of the Jedi, classic. Anytime I have a chance to watch one of the original Star Wars movies in theaters, in, 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 all the way. A prequel, Maybe, maybe, maybe so. Maybe I'd probably watch a prequel too. But anytime I'm watching an original one, excellent. All day. I did this for Empire with uh, Wes a few years back. Wes couldn't do Return of the Jedi. I, I mean, I seriously ran through it. Bruce couldn't do it with me. No one could go with me. Benjamin couldn't. Everyone had to work the next morning. Couldn't do it. I'm so glad my nephew did, uh, who took the, took, the, took the chance, suffered with me on Monday as we were both trying hard to stay awake. I did have another energy drink that morning. Um, but, um, and, uh, but we got to see it. it according to him, it's his favorite movie, you know, his favorite Star Wars movie. Cause he loved it as a kid when he saw it on, you know, video or whatnot. And so he, he was fulfilling a dream by finally getting to see it in theaters, which was kind of cool. And I just love that movie. Cause it has, that's the one I remember seeing in theaters three times when I was six years old as a kid. So it was definitely worth my time. Definitely worth my time to see it again. And anytime I watch it, I always remember, being six years old in the theater watching it. I remember the last time I saw it was probably in 97 during that re-release. And I remember watching all three. I think they came out month to month to month or something. And I remember Bruce and I 
uh, watched the uh, first two re-releases in Baton Rouge because that's where he was living. And then we watched the third one in Monroe. He was in there for the weekend, and we watched Return of the Jedi. But the, I was in, shoot, I was in college the last time. It was like Haley's Comet the last time that thing comes by. Uh, I may be 60 next time it comes by. But either way, oh, Return of the Jedi. So much fun. Hopefully they do it again in a few more. Hopefully they release all of these Star Wars movies just you know next year, willy-nilly. I'd love to love to watch some of the originals, you know. Uh, I know Disney's talking about re-releasing some movies that they had on streaming. Re-release the original Star Wars movies again. You can always make some money there, you know. And I maybe do a triple feature. I'd watch that. Even a triple feature of the prequels. Not the biggest fan of the prequels, but don't hate them either. So I'd watch those too. But yeah, I mean, you put Star Wars there. Old Star Wars. I'm there. I'm there all day. All day. That's great. I love it. So there it is. That's my one through whatever, you know, nine, ten. I actually did see ten movies. Hey, look out. Saw ten movies in theaters. Two of them sucked. Eight of them were good. A um, lot of re-releases. How many re-releases was this overall? I'm doing a, doing a count here. Let me see. One, two, three, four, four, five. Half of them. Half of the movies I saw were re-releases. No surprise there. Um, anyway, let me know in the comments. Let me know in the comments, folks. Uh, you got, it's got to be a movie you saw in theaters. But what what were your top five movies you saw in theaters? Uh, and did you go see that many movies in theaters? I remember one year when I was doing this, pretty pretty near uh, a couple of years ago, I tried to get CJ back on here, and he said he did he hadn't seen five movies in theaters. He doesn't go to the theater anymore. So maybe you don't go to the theater anymore, and that's fine too, because a lot of these movies, I also can wait for streaming. I'm not just you know feeling like I should go out there to you know, then the, see the newest movie every weekend. In fact, I don't even know what movie comes out from one week after the next. I really don't. It's kind of a surprise to me. When, when I see a movie come out, I was like, oh, that movie's out now? Didn't, didn't know about it before then. So uh, that's it, folks. Have a happy new year, 2023. We're sending it off tomorrow. Be safe, be safe, whatever you're doing uh, tomorrow for New Year's Eve. And uh, yeah, it's been a blast here on Saturday morning, Sam and Flange, and we'll be back in 2024 with great things, great topics, and uh, I'll see you later on <clears throat> last time for 2023, Saturday morning, Sam and Flange! Good night, everybody! <laughs>